When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, Bill O'Reilly here, and you are listening to Bernie and Sid. God help you on the Red Apple Podcast Network. I was just in the conference room upstairs, and um, Mayor Francis Suarez from Miami is here. I'm a huge Suarez fan. Great-looking guy, Latino, uh, speaks our language, our side of the aisle, and I think he's a rock star. I think one day he could be very, very big, maybe even run for president. I don't know. But yeah, he's upstairs. He was very, very nice. He used to listen to me on sports radio down in Miami, and he will join us next week, I think, on Latino Appreciation Day coming up on Tuesday. So there you have it, Mayor Suarez. Uh, right now, though, it's time for the man that was the best, still is the best, will always be the best, whether it's 9 p.m. weeknights here on WABC or his own site, which is awesome, BillOReilly.com. Great columns, great TV shows, great interviews, the Killing series, Killing It, the newest book, Killing the Legends, just came out on Tuesday, already doing great, and, of course, not that far removed from that epic tour with President Donald Trump late last fall. Here he is, the best ever my friend Bill O'Reilly. Good morning, Bill. Hey, Sid. How are you today? I'm doing great. I'm uh, doing a lot better than lots of folks down in Florida. It's funny. The mayor is flying back to Miami this morning because the East Coast, there's no issue. But looking at all the destruction on the West Coast, and you're a Florida guy too, Bill, it really looks devastating. Yeah, I mean, if you live in Florida or California, um, these states are vulnerable every year to uh, terrifying storms. And, you know, I think watching the coverage last night, Florida was pretty organized, pretty well organized about this. But you're going to have people die. Uh, you know what it's like. You lose power. I think it's 3 million people in Florida. No power. It's pretty hot and humid down there. Yeah. Oof. And uh, then I saw a picture uh, just about 10 minutes ago of a shark swimming in downtown Fort Myers. <laughs> That's not good. <laughs> you know, he was, uh, I guess the shark was trying to get oh, into gosh. a liquor store or something. Oh, and gosh. you just don't want inebriated sharks. You don't want that, no. But on a serious note, you know, when there's a shooting, a terrible shooting, Bill, what happens right away? It doesn't take five minutes, and the left starts talking about gun control. So here you have a hurricane in Miami. And I lived down there for 16 years. You were there. That happens all the time. It's not a rarity. It's nothing new. And all these folks, the view, politicians all over the country, they're screaming about climate change. Why, Bill? Why? Okay, so that's a good question. The overarch of climate change is not that anybody believes that the world is going to be cooler if the government 
puts a windmill in everybody's backyard. Right. That's what they tell you. But what it really is, is having the government dictate the entire economy, giving the government power to run the economy of the United States and other countries as well. They want a socialistic system. They're not going to get it by the ballot. People aren't going to vote for it. But if they can frighten people, like you're going to die in 10 years if you live in Miami, South Beach is going to be wiped out, so you better vote for the far-left candidates who are going to spend all the money uh, fighting climate change. That's what this is all about. It's about imposing economic socialism. Now, I'm a clean planet guy. Uh, I'm an environmentalist. Um, I actually scolded Donald Trump because he did a very good job on the oceans around the world, and he never even talked about it, Mm. never even mentioned it. I mean, the amount of plastic the USA is responsible for, for getting out of the ocean was staggering, And, and you didn't even know it. So I'm for all that, but I also know what the subterfuge is here. The other thing is they also are the press came, you just talked about it, you're 100% right, Bill. They were prepared, all the government agencies were ready to go, they gave these people fair warning days and days in advance. I thought Ron DeSantis did a great job, and it took the media, Bill, all of one question, one, to attack DeSantis on not being prepared. Well, that's ridiculous, And, and but the media did two things last night. One, it tried to bait DeSantis into attacking Biden. All right. And that was, you know, the Q&A was they were trying to get the Santa to say bad things about Biden. And number two at MSNBC, which is like a cartoon show now, <laughs> um, the woman uh, said, oh, this is like uh, people trying to apply for asylum in the USA. All these people fleeing Florida. It's the same thing. I mean, you're going, oh, my God, Jeez. you know, how insane. Um, but, you know, look. The media game is to create controversy, create tension, make uh, conservatives look bad, and that was on display last night. So you and I go back and forth quite a bit about uh, Biden. We both agree, of course, uh, uh, that he's not a very good leader. But I I place a a larger scale on him being agenda-driven and maybe even a tad evil than you. You think it's, you know, mostly dementia. He's an older guy. People kind of pull the puppet strings Yesterday, you could not be more right, Bill, when he goes out there and tries to introduce a lady that was tragically killed in a car accident months ago and yet still said, hey, Jackie is here today. Well, she was supposed to be here. How embarrassing was that? It's it's my lead story on the No Spin News tonight. If you tune into WABC at 9 o'clock, that's my lead story. Because what I've been saying to the American people is this man is diminished. Look, my mother was in the same situation. And I kept my mother. She never wanted to leave her Levittown house. I actually bought her a beautiful house in San Diego because my sister was living out there. And she wouldn't, you know, spent three nights in it. Hmm. Okay. Um, and she didn't want to leave her home. But she couldn't operate. Now, some days she could carry on a little bit of a conversation, but most days she could not. So this is what Biden is. So you have video of Biden walking around looking for somebody who's deceased. 
All right? Just think about it. The president of the United States. Now, it wasn't a mistake. Biden cannot retain information. So you can tell him something, and he'll look at you, and he'll nod, but he can't remember it, which is why almost everything he does is on a teleprompter, is on a page. But it was harrowing when you are the most powerful man in the world, and he's going, Jackie, Jackie, and everybody's going, Jackie's dead. All right? And not she didn't die like eight years ago. She died in August. Yeah. And and he's looking for Jackie. And by the way, she died. A, a, she she died a young woman in very tragic fashion. Yeah, in an auto accident. Yeah, and he's a congressman from Florida. So, but even worse was Corinne Jean Pierre now shaping up to be the worst press secretary in the history of the country. Agreed. Trying to justify this by <laughs> saying, "Well, she was on Biden's mind." Number one, Biden is out of his mind. Okay. <laughs> There's not much on it. And number two, even if it were true, it was obvious that he was looking for Jackie. Yep. And everybody there was horrified. They were all horrified. They didn't know what to do. It's like when your, you know, old relative does something that's shocking, but what do you do? Yeah, yeah. And and so when you have this kind of a situation— that's why I don't even think Biden's going to make his term. I think he's going to resign for health reasons um, before 2024. You think he'll resign for health reasons, or do you think the party will convince him to walk away? You can't convince him because he's not really in the real zone. It's Jill Biden you have to convince. Mm-hmm. And and by the way, the uh, crazy far-right nuts are saying that Biden— that Biden sabotaged the pipeline. <laughs> I got a letter. I got a letter. I'm going to read it tonight. He goes, the person says, well, who who sabotaged the pipeline? I go, Jill Biden. She's in scuba gear. We got video. Oh, <laughs> With a little hat pin. Boom. Um, so there's nuts on both sides. Yes. yes. Craziness on both sides. Yeah. But the Biden craziness, has reached, you know, and the, the press can't protect him anymore. So Corinne Jean-Pierre had to face these questions, you know, and people are going, what, are you, what is he doing? And, of course, she just babbles about nothing. <laughs> She's terrible. You know, you're going, yeah. and I, I get back to the cartoon. This is just a big cartoon. We're going, are we really in the real world here? <laughs> I tell you, if you're Donald Trump, I, I don't even know if, if, in fact, you're wrong. And I think you're right. But let's say you're wrong. And Biden does last the presidency. And then at the age of 82 and completely shot, God bless him, he decides to run again. I wouldn't even know. That's not going to happen. I know. I know. I know. It's, it's a crazy hypothetical, but I wouldn't even know where to start if I was Donald Trump on how to attack this guy politically. Uh, incidents like yesterday. I wouldn't even know where to start, Bill. Well, look, whoever is a Republican nominee just has to run on the economy, the open border, and violent crime. That's it. Economy, open border, violent crime. Look at this. I mean, think back two years ago, America had the most vibrant economy on earth. Every ethnic group was making more money in this country, wages going up. Two years ago. Yep. And now this is on the edge of disaster. Because of Biden, he doesn't know what he's doing. And the progressives, with this insane spending, 
That drives inflation. Do you not know that? Apparently they don't. <laughs> well, Chuck I mean, Todd like- Chuck Todd actually said on Sunday, you can't make this up, that he believes the influx of immigrants will give us more workers and in turn will eventually be the reason why inflation is reduced. Can't make that up, can you? No, I, I want to get a, a haircut like uh, Chuck Todd. <laughs> So I went into my barber and I said, can you give me the Nero look, Emperor Nero? Can you just just write down there and I show a picture of Todd? And he wouldn't do it. He said, I'm not going to ruin your life. I don't want you to look like that. It is terrible. It's a terrible haircut. I agree with you. The haircut, I don't know what the haircut is. But I tell you, you know, Trump was on this station a couple of days ago with uh, Casamitidis, Bill. And forgetting right. about the national scene. He was talking about the major cities because what you are saying, Bill, about the country also applies to every major city of the liberal ones, of course. New York, Los Angeles, Atlanta, Chicago. They've got the same issues, right? Inflation, skyrocketing crime. It's unsafe. So now every big city in this country is falling apart. And that's not Biden. That is our local mayors. And governors making November, as you know, Bill, so very important. Yes, and it's a combination. I mean, the, the Justice Department certainly could have hurt, help out on the local crime scene, but they won't. Okay, and so yeah, I mean, look, look at New York. I mean, what's Kathy Hochul's campaign slogan? Hey, vote for me. We'll have more dead people in the street and higher taxes. <laughs> Go ahead. That's what I'm going to bring. I mean, I'm sitting there going, what What does it take? What does it take? Um, two things I want to end with, if you would. Uh, uh, Aaron Judge, unbelievably classy. Uh, tremendous uh, home run last night. And I'm so happy for him and his mother. And I was just... Yeah. It's a great New York scene, and I'm sure you'd agree with that, hundred percent, hundred percent. And I'm and a Met fan, and I hated the Yankees my whole life, but this is a wonderful story. Yes, uh, and he is an extraordinary athlete, and and the way he's handled it, and you can tell his teammates love him. Uh, it's great. And then Escobar drives in five runs, all five runs. I know. And the Mets escape disaster. So. I'm thinking that might be a Subway Series here. That would be the greatest thing to happen to New York because we need the morale boost, don't we? Yeah, we need it. We need it badly, right? We need it now more than we had it uh, 22 years ago. You're right with how downtrodden the city is and Adams and Hochul. Yeah, we need it. We need it. Yep. So we need need to get behind our sports teams. And finally, uh, killing the legends, the lethal dangerous celebrities. I'm doing promotion all over the place for it. And, um, It's very interesting that people understand how American culture has changed the way we live today. Stems back from these three individuals, Lennon, Presley, and Muhammad Ali. I thought that might be a tough sell, but everybody's getting it. Even the uh, younger people, you know, they're running around going Kim Kardashian or whatever they do. I don't know what they do. They frighten me. <laughs> Anybody under 30 frightens me, including my own children. I'm looking at them. Are you really uh, – are you an American or an Albanian? What are you? Oh. I know. I got the same thing. But you're right. And the book is great. I've read it. The book is amazing. And, again, going back to our conversation on Tuesday, here you have these three icons, these three great men – who were betrayed in one form or another. And even though yeah. they're, they're, you know, two of them are, are gone, 
uh, all three are gone, excuse me, uh, with, with legendary status, all three were betrayed along the way. And the way you depict it in the book, you and Marty, nothing short of brilliant. Thank you. I appreciate that. And it really is a warning not only to famous people who get crushed uh, when they walk out of the house now, but to everybody. You got to be very, very careful about who you trust. Well, I tell you what, I thought about you yesterday. I don't know if you saw this, but the New York Post took an excerpt, an excerpt about the new book from Anthony Bourdain, and Anthony Bourdain yes. was very popular. You saw it, though, right? And he goes, he goes yep. right before he killed himself five days before. He goes, I hate my fans. I hate being famous. I hate my life. There is a classic example of a guy that had all the fame in the world and hated every second of it. You know, I think Bourdain was mentally ill. Yeah. So that separates him from Elvis Lennon and Ali, who were not. Okay. Okay. Um, but once you get to a point, but celebrity can drive you crazy. Yeah. I yeah. mean, you know celebrities who are absolutely, yeah. I mean, whoa, hello, <laughs> um, because it's not a natural state. You know, a lot of people want to be famous. Oh, I wish I was famous. No, careful now. Yeah, yeah. Careful. Yep, be careful what you wish for. Everything changes. Yep. As you you know all too well, Bill, but uh, you're back on top where you belong because you're the best ever. I love you. Thank you so much for another great appearance here on a Thursday. We'll be listening tonight, and good luck with the book. You're the best. Thank you, Sid. Stay strong. You too. There he is, the great Bill O'Reilly. If you had an accident, trust Gabu Law, personal injury and medical malpractice attorneys with decades of experience who will provide the attention you deserve and deliver the best possible results in the shortest amount of time. Gabu Law has recovered millions for their clients, and they will be able to help you. But don't take our word for it. Read their five-star reviews from former clients on Google, Avvo, and Facebook. Call Gabu Law today, 800-560-0214 for a free consultation or email them at info at gabolaw.com. That's G-A-B-O-Law.com. Gabolaw, where winning is no accident.